0: Hello, Queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves we start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Venice. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. We are so excited today because we have educator Dr. Ratasha Middleton joining us and I cannot wait for you all to meet her. She is the founder of Redemptive Makeover Life Coaching Services and you guys are in for a treat today. So welcome Dr. Middleton. It's so nice to be with you today.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about you?
1: So, my name is Dr. Ratasha Scott Middleton, formerly of Jamestown, South Carolina, and I now reside here in Acworth, Georgia with my husband and our three children. Um, a little background, I've always wanted to help others. I wanted to be a school guidance counselor, um, and then I decided that I wanted to help others beyond the school system, and so I got my counseling and psychology degree a doctorate of education from argosy university in 2017 so that way i could still educate but on the flip side of that i can also um, counsel or provide life coaching services to others with a dual degree Um, so that's where i am as a result i continue to further my passion for helping others um just finding what it is that they want to do in life, finding their purpose, finding their gift and tapping into it and sharing with others. And so I earned my certificate of life coaching from the Georgia Academy back in um, last year, around this time, actually November 20th. So November 20th will be a year, uh, but as I said, I've always been doing this for over 17 plus years. And so I just decided to pursue it professionally. Um, And after tapping into my gift and walking in my purpose, I decided to open the doors um, to my business now called Redemptive Makeover Life Coaching Services.
0: I love it. I love it. First, I want to say congratulations and kudos. You have accomplished a lot and I love that you've pursued your purpose and now you're actually living in it. So that is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tell us how Redemptive Makeover Life Coaching Services came to exist.
1: Well, like so many others, I didn't understand my gift. Um, To give you a backstory on it, I used to have visions um, back when I was in high school, but I didn't understand that. And when the visions would come to pass, I just thought it was a coincidence. Like I thought about that and it happened. Okay. Um, As I got older, after I got married, as a matter of fact, Sorry, after I got married, um, these visions started to become um, more and more um, relevant to what I was experiencing personally, um, things that were happening around me and my community with families and friends. And I was scared. Okay, I didn't really understand it. And so I spoke to my mom and I spoke to a prophet, actually, who told me that that was my gift, that God wanted me to head into ministry. And I basically told him, no, that's not what I (laughs) do. Like that's (laughs) I'm good with encouraging people um, and giving them words of advice, being a good listening ear. But I do not want to go into ministry and there is a difference between um spiritual ministry and divine ministry and i didn't understand that way back when because divine ministry is actually more from a religious perspective um and that's not what i wanted to do and i didn't understand that there was a difference so um when you look up my bio you'll see that i offer meditation and spiritual coaching, because that's just tapping into your emotions. And I didn't understand that that's what God wanted me to do. So I was still going to be able to counsel and coach. I didn't necessarily have to go into the church, so to speak. And so I kept running away from my gift because I didn't understand it. Um, and so once I understood what God wanted me to do, that came through fasting and praying. I asked him for his guidance. Like if, if this is my gift, then help me understand it. And then when I understand it, help me to accept it. And then as I accept it, then, you know, guide my steps towards opening the doors to helping others. So it took me years to get here, but I finally understand my gift. And so I'm walking in my purpose.
0: You said some really key things in that too, because I think it's that lack of understanding because you always hear about like the fivefold ministries and those are the main gifts that you hear. And so Mm -hmm. to your point, you hear ministry and everybody's like, well, I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to be in a church. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so many of us run for those very reasons because it's like, we know that we want to serve. And that's what ministry is. It's serving. And there's different ways that you can serve, but not knowing that makes it harder to not run away and be like, nope, God, you're you're wrong. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. So I love that you were able to find that and then birth this. What has that process been like of overcoming any fear about it and just actually walking it out?
1: it has been a struggle because um from the business aspect of it i didn't um have a whole lot of um experience with that with owning my own business but because i was deeply grounded and rooted um from a spiritual aspect it was easier from that standpoint to get into it um i spoke a message this past sunday um about how god is just faithful if you wait on him, he's faithful and he has been faithful throughout this journey. Sometimes I didn't always have the answers. Sometimes I didn't want God to show me the answers because I got tired and I just didn't want to do it anymore. It was just so much. Um, But when you put your trust in him and that's the key point, when you put your trust in him and you ask him for his guidance, he'll do that. And so I want to just reiterate to other people that God is faithful. We just have to put our trust in him. And by putting my trust in him, I'm finding it that it's much easier Um, the further I get into this journey and I'm meeting people along the way, the right people um, that are helping me open the doors. And sometimes we just have to start the conversation. Basically, God has already open the doors. He just needed us to start the conversation and have someone else show us, look, this door is open for you. I was just waiting for you. And that's kind of what happened with us, Tonya. Um, God had already had this relationship set up. And because I reached out to you um, about my message on Sunday, here we are today with this podcast, a way of letting people know um, about my journey and how I came to this point, and how they can get to the next point in their journey as well. Exactly,
0: and you talk about trusting God, and sometimes, honestly, that can be scary. Not that God is a scary person, but giving up that control, where we're used to doing it this way, and we feel like we know what's best, and having to let go of that, and then really trust God. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you actually took the step to step out and trust him, and what that looked like for you?
1: Fasting and praying, and then surrounding myself with people that had more experience than I did in this room. So like my my mother, um, other spiritual advisors and mentors. Um, and after getting into it and was like, God is taking too long to answer my prayers, and then backing away from it, and just kind of finally saying, you know what? My way is not working. I'm going to give it to you. Um, Fasting and praying. I didn't understand what fasting and praying was. Um, But once you understand, and that's the key word, just understanding, understanding yourself, understanding your purpose, understanding God's purpose and his will for your life. And then and only then will things open up for you. And so I had to fast and pray. Um, Fasting and praying, some people um, have different interpretations about that. But In my mind, fasting and praying is just setting time away from everything that can distract you and just having one-on-one time with God, telling him, and he's an all-knowing God. He already knows, but having open communication, and that's what spiritual coaching and spiritual guidance is all about, just having free, open communication with God, telling him your thoughts, um, reminding him that you're not perfect and that Um, yes, we, we went astray, but we're back and we want his guidance. And so, um, that's what trusting is all about. Believing that this time around, I'm going to give it to God and he's going to lead me through it.
0: So true. And to your point, fasting and praying can look different for each person. Like most people always think of, okay, well, I'm going to withhold from food, but maybe you're on medications and you can't withhold from food. Mm -hmm. So then Okay, maybe for you it's TV. Maybe you like to watch a lot of Netflix, or maybe it's music or even activities that are constantly taking away your attention that you don't have that time with God. So you have to find what's right for you and fast from that. So you can have that quiet time. I always say silence all the other noises and voices around yes. so that you can hear from God. And so That might look different for each person, but it's the key of spending that time so that you can get to know God and be able to trust him and get that direction of what he wants to do. And I was really excited about your title of your message on Sunday of God is faithful. Put your weight on it. Can you tell us a little bit more just of like the key points of that and how we can remain trusting God, knowing that he is faithful?
1: So my key points came from um the book of lamentations the third chapter verses 19, 19 through 26 and the key verse was verse 21 this I recall to my mind therefore I have hope um and in just in reading those scriptures it tells you um how Jeremiah had to wait for God. He was just distraught and probably stressed out like how we are today with everything going on with COVID, Um, and other things going on in the world. He was probably just as stressed out as we are today, but the scripture reminds us what will happen if we wait. Things turned around for Jeremiah in the end, and it will for us too. If we wait on him, we find that he's a good God. Whatever we desire of him, he's going to give it to us. It may not come when we want it to come, but it's always on time. It tells us that if we wait, God is Faithful, no matter how many times you want to give up and throw in a towel, no matter how many times you want to do things our way, God is still there and He's always with open arms, waiting for us to come back and say, You know, I'm back and I want you to handle it this time. You know, He's just a faithful God, and in being faithful, He's also merciful. There are things that we don't deserve, but He grants it unto us, anyways, and so. Um, just to have the opportunity to share his word, his messages with other people and helping them to find their purpose in life is just a blessing. And it's hard. It took years. I started this journey um, back in 2008 and just put it to the side for so many different reasons, got back into it about 2012. And then I, I just, um, once I tapped into my purpose and you know was able to understand it and, and grasp what God wanted me to do, then I kept on with it. But it's, it's a challenge. Things happen along the way. You stop and you go, stop and you go. But you have to remember that God is faithful. Even when we aren't, he's still faithful. And he'll put people in your path along the way, no matter how many times I wanted to give up. I would have a conversation with someone and they would tell me, you know, you're a really good listener or, you know, you give the best advice. You should do such and such. And so that's what be, god being faithful is all about even when we don't want to do it he's like no i have people set up that's going to encourage you even though you think you're the encourager and you get tired no i have people to encourage you as well and so that's how you keep going
0: so true and to your point like you talked about starting in 2008 and then picking it back up in 2012 the journey of purpose. It doesn't just happen overnight, like right. you're going to keep growing and keep learning. And to your point, you might step back for a while and then jump back in. So you're always evolving. And so being OK yeah. with you're not going to get it all today and it's not going to all just fall into place today. Um, I think that's key. And you also talked about just knowing God. And It makes me think about even the time of year that we're going into right now that Jesus truly is the reason for the season of mm-hmm. every season. And I know you talk about just even the spiritual and the meditation like. What about for people at this time of year that it's not an exciting time of year or they're, it's sad because it reminds them of loved ones that maybe aren't here anymore. What advice would you give to help them during this season?
1: So that's where um, just life coaching in itself and personal development coaching comes into play because you, even though it's meditation and spiritual counseling or coaching, you won't be able to tap in if you don't deal with yourself first Um, and so personal coaching is just going back and talking through it like why are we here um what what are the reasons for you doing this why are you not excited about the scenes just getting a little background information and then just gradually taking steps and that's one of the things that we have to remind ourselves and others that you are not going to get exactly what you want that very moment that same day it may take even weeks or months but life coaching and personal development is all about facilitating growth and change and it's not going to happen overnight but it will happen um so that's what i will you know i want to remind people of like it just it gradually happens
0: definitely definitely knowing that and being okay with it taking time and sometimes it may you might have to sit in a place and work through that a little bit longer and then pick up from there so I love that you bring that up and I just want to know like what would you say has been the biggest obstacle on your journey thus far?
1: The biggest obstacle after accepting my purpose, the biggest obstacle was trying to navigate it being a wife and a mom and having a career. So multitasking, Um, because there are times when I'm like, oh my goodness, I just thought of something that I could talk about during my next message or something that I can email or text someone. I just thought about something, but then at the same time my kids need help with something and I'm just like, oh my God, what comes first? Do I jot down what I just thought about or do I go help my child? So um, just multitasking and finding the time to do it all. Um, Schedules work, but then you don't always follow the schedule. So I would say it's just finding the time to do what it is that you love. But, again, because God is faithful, whatever we ask for of him, it's already done. And so, you know, just asking him, God, please guide me um, on what do I need to do with and, um And eventually, I'm able to navigate it. Um, the job that I need to work from home when I need to. I am able to set my own hours. And so when I'm working from home, once I'm done with the career side of it, then I can tap into getting my messages ready. So um, it all works out. But again, and I know it sounds redundant, like this girl keeps saying, give it to God, give it to God. But you really do have to, and you have to trust that he's going to work it out. It took, my oldest is 13 and a half so it took 13 years for me to get to this point so for some people it takes a year maybe a couple months maybe a a two years but for me it took 13 years and I will say that I appreciate all of the struggles that I went to went through because at this point I am confident about my next step and I'm ready I'm ready for whatever doors God opens. I'm ready for it.
0: I love so, that. It's so funny harder. to see the transition.
1: <laughs> How you
0: started, you were like, nope, I'm not. I don't want to do that at all. And now you're like, okay, God, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so and it's,
1: that, all that's, that what time. Want, that's what I want everyone to experience. That is what I want more than anything. Yes, I'm going to be a listening ear. Yes, I may have a word of advice here or there, but I want in the end for someone to tell me, you know what? I now understand my purpose and I'm excited because if you come to me and I can't help you get excited about what you want for you, then there's no purpose in doing it. So that's what I want for everyone. I want everyone who has started out like me, who was nervous and uncertain, I want them to get to a point where they're excited, like I'm here and I'm ready
0: absolutely absolutely and, and I love that. and it's a journey each of us have our own journey no two journeys are the same yeah. but it's to your point getting to know you and then knowing okay what were you created to do and how can we get yes. you there and have that understanding I think that's the biggest thing that you talked about is just getting to that understanding for sure well what if someone wants to reach out to you and they're like okay I'm ready sign me up I want to get started how
1: can they connect with you They can reach me um, by my email address. It's redemptivemakeover at gmail.com. And from there, once you send me an email, we can connect via phone. Um, I love hearing your voice um, because sometimes messages can get misconstrued through email. And so once you send me an email, I will send you my phone contact and we will go from there.
0: I love it. I love it. And how soon are people able to reach out if they want to get started right away?
1: It is up and running. It is up and running now. And so if you want to reach out to me right after this meeting, feel free.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Even these wisdom nuggets that you've helped with, I help, I feel like so many people are going to be able to take that next step and what they need to do. Practical steps that you've given along with your real life experience. So I appreciate you sharing your journey with us today. And I just wondered if there's any last nugget that you'd like
2: to leave us with.
1: I just want to say, Mrs. Tonya, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to let others know that I am available. Um, I pray that um, your gift that you are using, that it's not just for yourself, but it's for others. You're giving others a platform I think that God will just bless what you are doing as well. And I want to, if I'm allowed to, just pray for those that are listening. Um, okay. Father, we thank you for this time. I thank you for placing Tonya in my life, dear God. I thank you for how we have network and we were able to come together, not to just talk about what it is that we're doing as business women, but to talk about how good you are. Talk about all of the gifts that you have for all of us. Now, Lord, I pray that whoever is listening to this message there, God, that you would bless them, whatever they stand in need of, whether it's financial, emotionally, I ask that you just Around dear God, and grant them whatever they stand in need of. Again, I thank you for this platform, dear God, and I ask, dear God, that you continue to bless Tonya, that you bless me, that you bless the listeners, dear God. Continue to show up through me, dear God, so that they may see you living in me and draw closer to you. I thank you for everything that has been said and done. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So, with that said, everybody, God is faithful. Put your wiki is going to show up and show out for you.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Guys, look in the show notes. You can click the link, redemptivemakeover at gmail.com. Reach out right now and get in touch with Dr. Tasha Middleton. Thank you again.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you, authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now today is the day. Head over to the journeyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's the journeyofyou.net forward slash get, get unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K, and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.